Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode number 66, and we pray our way through Philippians 4, 10 through 14. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. This week, we are talking about God as Jehovah. We talked Monday about the origin of this name, Jehovah, and you can go back and catch that last video. You can find them in the video playlist on the Facebook page or episode 65 of the podcast. But we're talking about Jehovah, which is the name of the independent, self-complete being. I am who I am. It's a name that only belongs to Jehovah God. And our proper response to that name, it's actually the, un, the, 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 okay, sorry, too many sentences trying to come out at once. In the original language, it is Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, and the Jews considered it too sacred to speak aloud. And so Jehovah has been the Latinized version of that that has come to be used. As he is revealed in that name, our response should be to fall down in healthy fear and awe of the one who possesses all authority because the, the word means Lord. Isaiah 26, 4 says, trust in the Lord Jehovah forever for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. And you'll notice in these verses, Lord is capitalized. You'll know that in most English translations, you'll know that that is actually the word Yahweh or Jehovah when it's all caps. Psalm 83, 18 says, let them know that you, whose name is the Lord, that you alone are the most high over all the earth. Let's jump into it this morning and we'll begin prayer through the title name Jehovah and through those verses. Father, I come before you this morning and I, don't, I feel like a hot mess today, but that actually has nothing to do with what you plan to do in this time. And I honor you today as Lord, no matter what I feel like, no matter what my life looks like, no matter what circumstances surround me, you are Lord. All caps, all authority belongs to you. You are in charge of it all. You are responsible for it all. And you love me through it all. You are the one who possesses all authority. And I bow to that this morning, to knowing that you are in charge, that you yourself are the rock eternal, and I can trust in you forever. Psalm 83, 18 said, let them know that you, whose name is the Lord, that you alone are the most high over all the earth. And I pray that as we pray these verses today, as we continue in this practice, that that would be evident in our lives to others, that you alone are the most high over the earth. As we go on this morning, I pray that you would use this time for your own Glory. Give me the, the words that I need to say, the thoughts that I need to have, and to, to guide this time. Let everyone who needs this hear of it, see it, somehow bring it to their attention that they can benefit from your presence in this moment. As we go along, change your hearts to align with yours. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to dive into Philippians now. We have Philippians 4, 10 through 14. There are two main themes in this passage today. We see Paul celebrating, rejoicing over, and appreciating the care that the Philippian church has shown him in his struggles, in his hardships. Remember that he's in a Roman jail, on lockdown, no way to provide for himself, waiting a, a sentence to know if he is going to be sentenced to die. The church was being the church, being the hands and feet of Jesus for him, and he is grateful. The second theme that we're praying through today is contentment. 
as we cope with the results of a evenly and sharply divided election, as we deal with the continued interruption in our lives brought on by the pandemic, and continue to struggle with personal change, societal unrest, and an uncertain future in many ways. Contentment is a place that we all need to land. So let's pray through Philippians 4, 10 through 14. The verses say, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly because once again you renewed your care to me. You were in fact concerned about me, but lacked the opportunity to show it. I don't say this out of need, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or need, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. Still, you did well by partnering with me in my hardship. All right, so let's pray. Father, there's so much around us that has disrupted our lives, disrupted the kind of satisfied, what we would have probably called before contentment that we may have been settled in, many of us. The pandemic came, everything stopped, our work situations changed, health may have changed, so so many disruptions since March. And while before we may have thought we were content or discontent, now we're faced with a situation where our circumstances are dictating our feelings in many ways, and that's not where contentment lies. We can be content whether we have a lot or a little, just like Paul. We can be content whether things are going well for us or not going well for us. We can be content whether we are healthy or not healthy. Contentment is completely unrelated to our circumstances. And yet in our culture today, we tend to link the two. I pray that as the church, that we would unlink (laughs) those two items, our contentment and our circumstances, and that our contentment would be based in our relationship with you and not in what's going on around us. We can absolutely be content, whether well-fed or hungry, in abundance or need, just like Paul, because he learned to do all things through Jesus who strengthened him, and we can do the same thing. We tend to think of that verse, I can do all things through through Christ who strengthens me. We tend to think of that, that verse as giving us strength to accomplish things, to go out and I don't know, get a, get, a, get a new job or accomplish something. And that's not at all the way it's written. It's written in that that is the relationship that feeds our ability to be content in life, no matter what our circumstances are. It has nothing to do with changing our circumstances. It has to do with being content in the circumstances that we're in. And I ask that you would make that a reality in all of our lives, that we would be fully content in all moments, all circumstances. I also, the idea of gratitude for this body of believers that was helping him, this community of people who was serving Paul at a sacrifice to themselves. They sent one of their people who almost died to serve him, to bring him supplies and the things that he needed. They gave up those supplies. They gave up that money. They gave up the things that he was sending them. And they also gave up his presence and almost gave him up because he almost died in making that trip and bringing that stuff to Paul. And Paul's gratitude for that gift for them is really lovely. And it's we, we want to model our serving other people around us after, after that. That we can be, as a body of Christ, that we can serve each other in a way that not only encourages people, but actually provides for their needs. Help us to see around us the way that you would have us serve like Epaphroditus served Paul. In what way do we each need to either go or give 
or love someone that is either close to us or distant. It's different now in the COVID era, but it is still possible. And I just pray that you would open our eyes to be thankful for the people who have done that for us and open our eyes to the way that we are called to do that for someone else very specifically today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me in prayer today. If you're watching on the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you find that helpful, invite a friend to join you. We're going to be doing this again on Monday. Friday, I will be doing a live. It will not be prayer live. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps more people discover that they can join us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, who gives you the truth and the tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. As we pray together, as we do this thing together twice a week, my heart is that we will all grow in our prayer lives. God will use this time to direct your heart as He uses it to direct mine. And I know that He will answer these in mighty, mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with a God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.